Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Hello there, it's Ted, welcoming you to another episode of the Ted in Your Head podcast. I'm Ted Moreno, the Ted part of Ted in Your Head. And the reason this podcast is called Ted in Your Head is because I'm a hypnotherapist and I work at the level of the subconscious mind. And when I make recordings for people of our sessions, of the hypnosis part of our session, I give that recording to them so they can have Ted in their head at home. So what I do is I use the tool of hypnosis to help people change their minds for greater health, happiness, and success. See, here's the deal. Many times we have programming. That's really a great word for it. Programming from childhood program that programming that happened during times of great stress or fear. Programming that we've done to ourselves that no longer works. And many times this programming holds us back. And it's programming at the level of the subconscious mind. And so hypnotherapy allows us, using the tool of hypnosis, to go in there and change the subconscious mind, to deprogram the programming, and put in some new programming. Of course, you can do this by yourself. It takes a lot longer, and hypnotherapy is a little bit quicker. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, I'll tell you how to reach out to me at the end of the show. But for today, for now, we're going to get into uh, today's podcast, The Reason for Living, at least in my opinion tell you about an interesting experience, and this really sticks out in my mind. It's an experience I had in college. I was dating this girl, really smart girl. Went on to become like a doctor, I think, or a surgeon maybe. Anyway, this was in college, and we're talking, and I said, what do you, you know, what do you want to do with your life? She said, I want to be a doctor. I said, well, why do you want to be a doctor? I didn't think very highly of doctors at the time. I said, why do you want to be a doctor? She said, so I can give back to society. And I think I said something really rude, like screw society or something really childish and immature. And she, <laughs> she looked at me and she said, you poor man, <laughs> which, you know, she called it like she saw it. Uh, and there was a reason why I had that reaction, you know, screw society, because, you know, I was an angry young man. I had my own issues, my own challenges. I wasn't very happy. And I was selfish as well. And uh, in spite of that, I was still a pretty nice person. I, I tried to be a nice person, and, and I think that people, my friends responded to that, and many of my friends were very generous to me and when they didn't have to be. So I was, didn't have a lot of money for a long time and kind of just, oh, just kind of lost. And I, I knew a number of really high-quality people, not just friends, but different mentors who were, were real generous. Gen, they, were, they showed huge generosity to me. And I just realized one day that being generous is a good thing to be. And it was about that time that I decided to start donating money to a particular children's charity. And it was, you know, it, it, donating money was something I'd never really thought 
I would ever do. But this was now I'm in, I'm in college, and I started donating money to this children's charity. And I've been doing that now for probably over 30 years. I did it because it made me feel good. I remember I was selling books door to door in, in Virginia. And the most generous people to me, the people that invited me in for dinner, the people that wanted me to visit and sit down and talk, they were the poor people. Rich people didn't let me in or care about what I had to say. And the poor people didn't, people didn't always buy from me. They were incredibly, incredibly generous. Sometime around that time, later years of college and after I had left college, it just, it just occurred to me that the reason for living is giving. At least that was what I wanted to live by. And then sometime in my 40s, I found my own voice and my ability to express my appreciation to people. And when I could articulate how grateful I was for people and for situations and things, that's when it really became important to me to not be selfish and to be generous. And this has served me well in my life, and it's one of the reasons why I became a hypnotherapist. I wanted to do something meaningful, something that helped people, because I felt that being of service was one of the most important things I could do. Some people live for accumulating stuff, and that's pretty much, I think, the agenda of our society or culture, and many people find that unfulfilling. And, of course, the more you have, the more you can give. So this is not a judgment about being rich or, or having wealth and prosperity or creating wealth. But many of the wealthy people that I know and many of the wealthy people that I know about or read about spend much of their time donating money, creating foundations that help groups of people. And they don't have to do that. I'm sure it's a tax write-off, but some of these people are incredibly, incredibly passionate about their charitable giving, about their foundations. In fact, some of them seem to be more interested in talking about that than their own businesses. So I would suggest to you that a life without some kind of service is not much of a life at all. You may ask yourself, how can I serve? You know, I don't have a lot of money or I don't have a job in which I can be of service. Well, I would suggest that you can be of service in any job. You don't, being of service doesn't depend on what job you have. It's a mindset. And being of service just creates good karma, too. What you give comes back to you. But giving feels good. Giving is the right thing to do. Giving can be small things. Giving a smile, one of the most powerful things you can do. How hard is that? Paying for the person in line behind you. Somebody did that for me one time. Uh, and I don't know why they, I walked up to the counter at Starbucks and they said, the person behind you, the person that was in line in front of you 
um, gave me 20 bucks to pay for your whatever I was buying. And I was with my two kids. Maybe they were happy to see a dad with two kids. I don't know. I never got a chance to say thank you to that person. Giving appreciation is so powerful. Just telling people how appreciative you are of them or what they do for you. Giving someone you're listening is one of the most powerful things you can do. Just listening to somebody. One of the hardest ways of giving is giving grace or understanding or forgiveness to somebody that's wronged you. So much of our lives is wrapped up in what we can get. What would it be like to shift your focus on what you can give? And chances are you have something to give. This is something that I've been thinking about most of my life. Like, well, what's the purpose of being on this planet? You know, I knew it wasn't to live in pain and fear, to quote John Lennon. You know, why in the, why in the world do you think we're here, right? Surely not to live in pain and fear. I never believed that. But I also never believed that we were here to just um, consume or accumulate. I do think we're here to enjoy ourselves. I think we're here to experience life as much as we possibly can. And I think one of the most powerful experiences we can have is finding our unique contribution and providing that in some way. And maybe your unique contribution is being the best house painter you can ever be and really taking good care of your clients. That is a high form of service. Maybe one of the things that you contribute is being a good real estate person and really caring about putting people into a home, not just a house. So think about that. Think about the idea that the reason for living is giving. And let me know what you think about that, okay? Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you got something from this podcast, something I've been thinking about for a long time. Sorry if it came out a little bit disjointed. I don't, maybe I haven't completely figured it out yet. The whole, what does it mean to be of a life service? Maybe it'll be a part two to this. I don't know. Anyway, um, if you need help, if you want help and you think hypnotherapy can be of help to you, then tedmoreno.com is where you want to go. Click on the uh, contact menu. And if you want to say hello on social media, I'm out there, Ted A. Moreno, Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist, you'll find me. And uh, tedinyourhead.com is my uh, podcast webpage, so you can find information about uh, all my podcasts at tedinyourhead.com. So, time to finish with a quote by Martin Luther King who said, everybody can be great because anybody can serve. You don't have to have a college degree to serve. You don't have to make your subject and verb agree to serve. So there you go. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted In Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, It's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. 
To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.